Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, a new nutritionist. So in our episode today, I want to spend some time talking about this idea of that we remove the things in our life and we deprive ourselves of the very things in our life that are going to make us ultimately feel better. And so I wanted to have this conversation about instead of removing the things that and depriving ourselves of those particular things, to maybe start adding those things back into our life so that we can create this this life that we want that's more balanced and it includes the things that we like and we don't have to feel so deprived all the time. On our episode today, we are going to focus on mindset, really, and trying to become and believing that we are deserving of becoming more balanced in how we think because ultimately this is going to help us achieve our health, wellness, and self-care goals that perhaps you desire, which is why you listen to this podcast, right? And so I feel like when, as women, we are a lot of the times in this place that we are doing a lot for other people, whether it be our families or our friends or our children or whomever, we are in this place that we are tired and life may feel very hectic at this particular moment in your life, or perhaps in the past you've had moments when it feels like that and now it's a little calmer. What happens is I think as women is that we're so tired And we have so many things to juggle that we start taking away the very things that bring us joy and give us energy and provide us with some kind of balance that we need when life gets super crazy. And so we take away these things, not because we want to take away these things, we take them away because there's only so many hours in the day to do things. And if you feel like you have way more things to do than you can get done in that time, then it's a very natural thing to be like, okay, well, let me take that out because mm, I'm not going to be able to do it. I have a million other things. But what happens is, is I think that we, we tend to take away the things that make us feel the best about ourselves, make us feel like we can accomplish things. And that really help with the mindset of making us feel calm and content and feeling like that we can do things. And so as the day goes by or as the days go by and life continues in this cycle of hecticness and juggling multiple things, we end up every day and giving up the things that make us feel good. And we end up in this place where we're doing, we have this imbalance that we're doing way more of the things that we don't really want to be doing and that don't bring us joy versus all of the things that perhaps we used to love doing and that gave us joy and made us feel like we were really connected with ourselves. And so what happens is, is during that time when you're removing the things that you love, whether it's for a couple of days or a couple of months or a couple of years, however long it is, the result of that is that you may feel like you have less control over your life you may feel like you have limited resources and you may find yourself comparing yourself to other people because they have something that you want and you haven't allowed that time to make that particular goal that you want happen. You may notice that you are judging yourself a lot more. 
You may notice that you're judging other people more, or maybe you're feeling this need that you're need to criticize other people because of your own lack and what you don't have. And and by the way, this is all normal. When I'm saying all this, I'm thinking of how I do this to myself too and how I do this to others. So there's no judgment in this. It's just kind of like what it does. But I don't really need to tell you that because I know that we've all been in a place that you felt this way. One of the other things that I think this does too, when we consistently remove the things that we love or we have this kind of like scarcity mindset is that we limit, we do the self-limitation of the things that we want to achieve. And so on this podcast, we talk about our health goals, right? Our health, wellness, and self-care goals. So when we're in this mindset of we're not, we're doing so much for other people and we wake up one day and we see that we're having more of a balance of the things that we don't really like and that we don't really want, we may also notice that we're in this place that we're limiting all of the things or we have these self-limiting thoughts of the things that we think that we can do in our own life. And again, when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals, that's really hard to start to have this belief in ourselves that we can do something if we feel like we haven't taken care of ourselves and done the things that bring us joy. Whereas if you feel like you're in a place that you are doing some things on a consistent basis that are for you and that make you feel joy, you're going to feel more empowered to take action, especially when it comes to your health goals. You may feel more confident and hopeful and open to new things and to new people and to new ideas. And also, you'll probably notice that you're having less judgment of yourself. You're less critical of yourself, less critical of other people. And so today we're going to talk about how, first we'll talk a little bit about how the lack affects your life besides those kind of things and really kind of dig into what that looks like for your well-being. And then we'll talk about some things that we can do to make that a little bit better or to come to a little bit more of a balance than perhaps you feel like that you're in now, like some tactical strategies to get you started. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that I have limited coaching spots available If you need some help with mindset, as we're going to talk about the importance of it as we continue this episode, if that's something you need help with, you can email me at info at trishard as in registereddietitian.com. So some examples of how we take things away from ourselves that make us feel good would be probably one of the easiest things that we do. And that probably is one of the most common things that we do is that we take away food right? So when it comes to foods that we love, if we perceive them as good or bad, the good foods may stay, the bad foods may go away. For example, if you are a lover of chocolate chip cookies, as I am, you may say, oh, I'm never going to have chocolate chip cookies again, knowing full well that you probably will because you love them. And the more I feel like deprived we are, or the more we deprive ourselves of those things, the more it is that we want, crave, and desire them. Exercise is another thing that I feel like is very easy, goes by the wayside when life is too busy and we feel like we don't actually have the time to do it. Even though exercise is one of those things that You know, you may not enjoy it in the midst of it, but in the long run, you may feel like it is the very thing 
that makes you feel good. And, you know, it releases all those endorphins. And exercise is one of those things where when we do them, in the long run, we feel proud of ourselves that we accomplish those. And we also feel good afterwards for the most part. And then the other thing that I feel like we take away when time is busy is time spent with the very people that we love and make us feel good about ourselves and who remind us of who we once were. So taking away those things that are going to feel really good to us and that provide us with these feelings of joy and balance it's going to be really hard to feel like we can be open to new things and new possibilities when we come from this place of scarcity and deprivation. So what do you do first? Think about your own life and think about what it is that you are depriving yourself. Are you depriving yourself of the foods that you like because you are on a diet for the hundredth time? Are you depriving yourself of meditation in the morning because you just don't have time to do it? Are you depriving yourself of that walk that makes you feel really good because you can only get five minutes in today and your goal and what you like to do is 30 minutes? Are you depriving yourself of hanging out with your friends because you have a million different things that need to come first? So now that we kind of know a little bit about where you are in the terms of what it is that you feel like you've removed in your life that you would like to add back, let's talk about some strategies to do this, some of the tactical things, and let's talk a little bit about why they're helpful. So first, what I would say to do is, you know, you've figured out what it is that you want to that you're depriving yourself of, and then trying to figure out one thing that you can do today to bring that back. So let's talk about some strategies that you can do today to get you started. First, I would say, let's start small. Start by implementing one small thing that you can do right now that brings you joy or balance. We've identified some of the things that and some of the ways that you've been able to see that you've maybe removed things from your life that you would like to add back in. So let's think about what that particular thing is. Is it a food that you like? Is it time with your friends? Is it going for a walk? Is it meditating? Is it journaling? What is it that you feel like that you can do realistically at this point in time today to feel like you have a little bit more power over your life and that you feel like it's something that's going to bring you something back to balance or back to feeling like a little bit more hopeful about how your life is at this particular time. Do this particular thing as often as you can until you feel like it becomes part of your life. And so I would try to make this behavior, whatever it is you've chosen to do, make it as consistent, make it a consistent action and effort that you can do most days of the week until it gets you or that you can add on to it and do other things that will also provide you joy. Again, this can be something as eating something small that you've been avoiding because you think it's a bad food. It can be taking a five minute walk even though it's not the full 30 minutes that you usually like to do. It could even be just catching up with a friend on a text just to remind you that you are connected and that there is 
there's something out there and that it kind of breaks up the hustle and bustle of life. And it reminds you just of the joy and, and the connectedness that you feel with other people. So that would be the first thing is really like identify what it is that you want to change and just take one small step today to get you into a place that you're moving in more of a direction of balance. But before, which is our next step, what's going to help a lot of times in in getting to that place that you can take action is really dealing and, and acknowledging some of the mindset shifts that you might have going on. And this might require you to start believing that you have the things that bring you joy and not feeling like you're in this place that you will never have it or you're not deserving of it or somebody else has it. And so then you can't have it. Henry Ford has this famous quote that I think all of you have probably heard at some time, which always makes me laugh, but it's totally true that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And so if you think that you can't provide some kind of balance in your life today, then you probably won't do anything to achieve that. If you have a slight glimmer of hope that maybe this is something that you can achieve, then thinking about it and really getting into the mindset to make that happen will probably get you closer to that goal, or at least taking a step in the direction of the goal that you want to achieve for the long term. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of information these days about mindset and it's, I, I feel like I read books about mindset when it comes to business, but I think that it is relevant to health and wellness goals too. So Carol Dweck has this book, it's called Mindset. I will leave it in the show notes. And it talks about this idea of these two ideas of an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And in her, like her abundance mindset really is like this idea of growth that you can do new things and that, that it's not, that there's no end point that you can, even if you've failed at something, that's still an opportunity to learn new things. Then also in this growth mindset is this idea that just because somebody else has something doesn't mean that you can't have it, that there's this, there's just so many opportunities out there and you just have to find the one for you. That might be a little woo woo, but I feel like in comparison to the other idea, which is like this fixed or scarcity mindset that you don't believe that you can't do it. So you don't, you give up and then you never get to accomplish the goals that you really want or to obtain the dreams that you have. So it's just kind of getting into this mindset of like, believe, like the believing that there's something that's out there for you and that you are deserving of it, and that you're worthy of it, and that this doesn't, if you're in a place right now where you're looking at your life and saying, how the heck is this my life, that it doesn't have to be like that forever. This may be a hard season, but it's not something that is set in stone, that it's always ever-changing, and that there's an idea that maybe there's some good possibilities in that ever-changing, and it's not always going to be bad. Because I feel like when you're in that mindset, and believe me, I spent many years there, and I find myself still going to that scarcity mindset of like, oh, so-and-so has this, so I can't. I get it. and But I think what ends up happening is that there is just this idea of like, well, why should I even try? Or maybe feeling like I don't have the control over my life that I want, and I'm just giving my power away to the, to the circumstances. 
And I find myself being more critical of myself and more judgmental. And so perhaps that's something that you find yourself doing too. And so again, I'm not a therapist, so a therapist will be much more able to help you in this arena. But when it comes to health goals, I think it's just kind of being in this place that like, okay, you can try new things. You can make a little change today. Maybe you can be a little bit more consistent with it. And it doesn't matter if you failed at whatever you tried to do in the past, whether it's exercise, diet, drinking more water, whatever it is that you've done, but it doesn't mean anything. It just means that this is an opportunity for you to learn new things and to grow and to, and to be at a place that like, maybe you can make this happen for once and for all, because you're in a mindset that feels like it's more worthy and ready to grow than maybe you've been in the past. So when it comes to food, I feel like this whole mindset thing is pretty relevant in terms that we give ourselves so, we give food so much power and it's not that we are powerless over food, but that our mind is powerless over food. So when it comes to food, what I would say is to have the thing that you want. So if you want that chocolate chip cookies, because that's what I have at my house right now that I'm eating and you love it, and it's something that you don't really ever want to give up, then don't give it up. Add it back in. I'm not saying to eat the whole sleeve of cookies, but what I'm saying is, is that if you give yourself permission to eat the food that you want, then you won't feel like you're so deprived and that this is your last meal and that you have to eat all of it because you're never going to have it again. Because what happens with that? We all know that. What happens is, is that that ends to, that leads to overeating, feeling like, feeling feelings of that you're not enough or that you, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this again. And it starts the whole dieting cycle that we're trying to avoid. It starts it all over again. And so it gives you to this place instead of having balance with food, it's this imbalance because you feel bad about what it is that you overeat. And so with this mindset approach of growth mindset and abundance, knowing that that this isn't the last meal that you're going to have, if you want a cookie, then you can have a cookie. The more you give up, the tighter you're going to hold on to what you can have. And the less enjoyment you're going to have and the less you're going to trust yourself when it comes to food. And so... This is an easy one, I think, in some ways, easy and hard food, because this is something that we obviously all eliminate things that we like, whatever it is, depending on whatever it is you're doing at this particular time, carbs, foods that you love, whatever. But it's also something that's really hard because I feel like food has such a control over us. We give food so much power. But again, in having the thing that you like, again, not in excess or not that you're unable to control yourself, but in having something that it is that you like, it's going to allow you to give you some space around the way you feel about food, the way you talk to yourself about food. And it's going to allow you to start figuring out this whole idea of being full and when you're hungry and allows you, it's going to allow you to be more in tune with what your body craves and what your body needs to survive. And ultimately, that will create the balance and the freedom from food that I know that you all want. When I talk about this idea of adding food in that you love, I'm saying that in a a place that 
this might not be something that you're able to do right now. You may have some disordered eating around food as most people do. So what I'm saying to you is like, it's just a, a bigger concept that maybe this can be a goal for you. But if you're in a place that you're, that you're needing to avoid things for, because you feel this lack of control and you're working with a therapist to, to do this, I'm not saying to again, start eating these foods that may make you feel like you're out of control. But I want you to just kind of have this bigger sense that food doesn't have to be used as a weapon against ourselves and it doesn't have to be used as a tactic for deprivation, but that it can ultimately be something that brings you joy and brings you enjoyment and allows you to feel more in control of your life. Again, if you're not there right now, that's totally fine. It's just a bigger concept that I wanted to talk about. The next thing that when we're talking about mindset is this idea of not having enough time to exercise. So I think this is something that we all do, right? Like, okay, I have five minutes in my day. What am I going to do with it? Well, even though, you know, exercise is going to be the very thing that you need because it's going to help you deal with the emotions that you have. It's going to give you a sense of calmness. It's going to allow you to feel proud that you did something. So many of us, it's just easier and more convenient to get on our phones and scroll whatever social media it is that you're happen to look, happening to be into right now. And so what I would um, say in here is to you know, do that thing, even if it's only for five minutes, do the exercise, whatever it is you want to do, even if it's only for five minutes, because again, we have this idea that in order for it to be worth it or worthy enough for us to do it or worth it enough that we have to do it for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or 60 minutes, or why are we even doing it? But I want to remind you that there is like, there is this idea of like just doing it is going to make you feel better and it's going to make you feel more confident and more proud and it's time worth spending that's going to give you feel like good feelings and create a little bit more balance in your life versus watching Netflix or being on social media or doing whatever it is or answering emails that probably aren't that important. So again, this idea of like that you can have these things too if that's a goal that you want to be more active in your life then start somewhere small and then get yourself to a place that you can create this mindset that even doing five minutes a day, because you're being consistent, it's going to get you to where you want to be and ultimately give you this sense of growth and, and balance that perhaps you're looking for. I know we're all looking for. And then also when it comes to mindset, what I want to talk about is this idea of spending time with the people that you love. You know, as life becomes more convenient and less time for us to do things for ourselves, reminding yourself that spending time with the people who make you feel good and remind you of who you once were is something really important. And so even if you don't have, you know, an hour to catch up with your best friend, perhaps just send them a text message to know that you're thinking of them. And something so small like that is something that's enough to remind you, you know, of Maybe you're going to, it's going to allow you to feel more hopeful in your life, or maybe it's going to be the first step in this many steps that you may need to take to get to a place that you are adding back in the things that you really love. So that would be something else I would focus on. Two things so, so far, talking about what your goals are, that you're going to start small in 
taking consistent steps all the time or most days of the week or just that you're thinking about it. And then we talked about mindset and why it's so important when it comes to our health and wellness and how, um, you know, having this mindset of feeling like you and, you know, can do these things. The last thing I wanted to talk about is about gratitude, because I think in order to take action and to be in a place of a mindset that feels like more hopeful and more abundant, I think one of the things that may be missing in order for us to actually get to that step is gratitude. And why I say that is because gratitude is probably the first step in allowing us to focus on the positives that we have in our our life right now. And so I think a lot of days we wake up and we're like, oh my God, this is going to be such a shitty day. But gratitude is this way that we can bring back, we can bring ourselves back to and appreciate the things that we have right now. And instead of focusing on what we don't have, which I think is also this idea of like not having growth, it's we focus on all the things that we don't have and how bad our life is. And and in fact, it may be 100% true. I know I've had times like that. I think what gratitude does is is allows us to focus on the appreciation for what we have. And in doing that, it helps break up those negative thoughts and emotions that are in constant circulation in our brain telling us that we are not enough or that we don't have enough or that we'll never be able to be enough. And perhaps it might even allow us to feel motivated to take action when it comes to these health, wellness, and self-care goals. And maybe it even provides some value to what we're doing right now and not in the future. So I think gratitude is a way that it allows us to be present. It allows us to see what we have in this instant. It allows us to feel hopeful. And perhaps it will even allow us to feel motivated to take some action. And that's the goal in all of this is to get to a place that you feel like you are grateful and that you are in a place that like, hey, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was when I wasn't feeling grateful. And maybe it provides value to what you're doing and it gets you into a mindset that you are just like able to see where you are and that maybe this isn't just that your life right now isn't forever, but it's just where you are right now. And, and, and maybe that will change with, you know, maybe you're able to be with it a little bit more than you would be if you didn't feel as grateful. And so ultimately the gratitude may help you get into that mindset that you are hopeful for growth and then ultimately get to a place that you can start small, implementing these changes into your life consistently so that you can be in a place that you can bring yourself some kind of joy and balance and you don't feel like that you have to keep taking all of the things out that you really enjoy and by the way make you feel like make you feel good about yourself and make you feel like confident in who you were make you feel like that you have more and more of the things that you love and that you're able to do and you're hopeful that you can do more of the things that you want to do and ultimately give you this idea of feeling more joy and more abundance, that you're adding more things into your life, that you begin to feel like you are enough and worthy and deserving, and that you don't need to take away the very things that make you feel otherwise. It's hard to feel like 
to be open to new things and new possibilities and that life can be different when you're coming from a place that you feel like deprived. And so today, let's start thinking of some of the things or even thinking about what it is that you would like to start to implement into your day to get to a place that you feel like it brings you some kind of joy so that you can start moving forward and and looking to and feeling more hopeful that you can achieve the things that you really want to achieve. And for you, that might be as something as what might be seemingly simple as writing down three things that you're grateful for. Maybe that is something I do a gratitude practice and I, I do it and then I'm just not really consistent with it. But let me tell you, when I'm in my consistent time of doing it, I feel, I feel very hopeful about my life. Even when things are really shitty, I feel like, okay, I got this because I have a lot of support and I have a lot of things that I can be grateful for. And so maybe that's something where you start today, right? So this, all of this, when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care, it is, it's not easy to make these changes. And I think for so many of us, we get in this place that like life is just going and it's just so convenient and we're so tired that we just keep doing the same thing. And so the goal of this podcast is to like kind of challenge some of that thinking that, that doesn't always have to be this way, that something can be different and that it starts with you and you can do it and that you're worthy of it and you're, and you're enough. And there's no difference between you and, and, and the person that has what you want. And just because they have, it doesn't mean that you can't, we can all, we are all in this together. You can have the things that you desire, but what it takes is something from you, right? It's not just about having the thought of what you want. It's, it's to be able to be in this place that you can take action and it doesn't have to be big action. It can be these teeny, teeny, tiny steps that over the long term practice consistently will give you the goal and the outcomes that you've never dreamed were possible for you. And so this is just a gentle reminder that whatever action you can take today to make you feel like that you don't have to give up something that you really love, whatever that looks like for you, just take action. And every day or every couple of days or just as consistent as you can be is going to get you to a place that you're able to achieve the goals that you really want, that maybe you failed at before, but maybe now you're ready to accomplish. So thank you for listening to my spiel about mindset. And if this is something that you're struggling with, there are lots of coaches out there. There are lots of, if you're really struggling with mindset, you know, I advise you to see a therapist. There's no shame in that game. I do it myself. And if you're trying to create a different mindset when it comes to food, certainly reach out to me. I do coaching. I am a dietitian. You can reach me at info at trishrd.com. So if you found this episode helpful and you want to share with other people, I would be so grateful. So thanks again for listening and have a great day and I'll see you guys back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.